Welcome to Epileptic Rants. My name is Lucas. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. All I'm going to do is get on here and rant. How is everyone doing today? I hope you consider yourself blessed. I know I do. I was able to wake up and put my knees on the ground and thank the Lord for life. Every day I can do that, I consider a blessed day. Now we all have our good and our bad days, but living with epilepsy, it doesn't take much to make a bad day. All it takes is one funny feeling. And I woke up this morning and I had that funny feeling. And it made me wonder, is today going to be that day? Is today going to be the day I wake up in the floor somewhere? I wake up in the hospital. I wake up with some IV in my arm and some nurse looking over me. If I'm lucky enough to make it to the hospital. Where I'm at now, I'll probably just end up waking up in my living room floor. In my kitchen or in my bathroom floor. If I'm lucky, I'll wake up in my bed. But it's just one of those days. I just got that feeling. I wasn't even going to do a podcast. It really takes a lot to keep me away from this microphone. And those funny feelings can do it. But I had laundry to do today. So, no matter what, I had to get up and get moving. Because if it's going to hit, it's going to hit. And there's no use hiding from it. There's no use staying in the bed. There's no use trying to just totally run from it. I've got to learn to live my life with it. Not trying to hide from it. And that's the hard part. The hard part was just really getting out of the bed. Because I know that feeling and I don't like it. The hard part was just getting out of the bed. And I've already beat that. So the next thing I can do is just try to go on with the usual day. And this is my usual day. Sitting down, doing a rant, and trying to find some good news. It's laundry day. But I just don't have enough laundry that's worth going down and paying $4 to do. So I'm just going to wait probably. I think my laundry day is going to change to Monday I'm pretty sure that's when I did it last week, and I'm one for repetition. If I can keep a good repetitive schedule, then I don't have too much to remember. The laundry room here is communal, and it's a pay laundry room. You would think with it being a pay laundry room that it would be taken care of, but it's not taken care of. In one washing machine right now, there's what looks like fluff from the inside of a pillow. It looks like someone washed their pillow in there, and it exploded. I didn't know if I should clean it out and throw the fluff away. Heck, who knows? Somebody might have just been washing fluff. I don't know. It's not mine. I don't know what to do with it. So I just left it alone.
Maybe by Monday it'll be gone. If not, then I'll definitely go in there and I'll scoop it all out and throw it away. Because all it is is a mess anyway. And it's good just to be that person who cleans up that mess that no one else is going to clean up. Someone has to do it. It's best just to go ahead and do it and get it done. Get it over with and get it out of the way. That way we can go ahead and do what we need to do and then the next person can go ahead and do what they need to do and they got a blessing they didn't even know about the only reason i didn't clean it out already is like i said i don't know if somebody's washing that fluff or what i don't know what it is i don't know what to do i don't make big decisions like that especially when it comes to other people's stuff well that turned into a decent rant now let's see if we can find some of that good news. Here's a good story. After the pandemic left him jobless, catering chef Barney Corrigan quickly recognized the effect COVID-19 was having in his community in Westfield, New Jersey. So he transformed his home's garage into a food pantry. People are being forced to choose between paying their bills or feeding their kids. No one should have to make that decision. It's sickening, the 42-year-old said. Corgan says he's lucky to have a strong support system at home and that his wife's job has remained secure, keeping the family afloat. However, as unemployment numbers continue to skyrocket, Corgan decided he could not just sit back knowing that so many would be struggling with food insecurity. New Jersey which saw some of the earliest tragedies from the virus, has reported nearly 200,000 total confirmed COVID-19 cases. Corrigan started in April by building a small cabinet, filling it with dry goods, and leaving it on his front lawn for people who needed help but were too embarrassed to ask for it. When I heard car doors outside my house at 3 in the morning, that made me smile, he said. After asking a few close friends for donations, it didn't take long for word to spread on social media. Within weeks, he had way too much food to fit in his little pantry, so he moved his operation into the garage and opened it up to the public every other Saturday. At the beginning of April, Corrigan was providing about eight families with weekly groceries. Five months and hundreds of donations later, Barney's Place Food Pantry is now serving more than 60 people bi-weekly. Corrigan says what makes his pantry special is that it's set up like a convenience store, so people can come and pick up whatever they need, and whatever they want. Thanks to the generosity of his community and strangers on the internet, who donate non-perishable items or money, he stocks fresh fruits and vegetables, milk, butter, and eggs. At most food pantries, you drive up, open your trunk, and they put a box of food in your car, Corrigan said. Since he receives about 20 food deliveries per day from donors all over the country who have heard about the pantry on social media, Corrigan says there are no item limits. I'm always telling people to take more. I have four kids so I know how much food families really need, he said.
adding that new people reach out to him daily to arrange donations. It's a good problem to have. People really want to help each other out right now. Barney's Place has become more than just a cost-free grocery store to its visitors. The folks that are coming here have become like family now, he said of his regulars, who come to his home for food and household items and stay for companionship. Most of his visitors are neighbors and community members who lost their jobs due to the pandemic, but Corgan says there are new faces in his garage every other Saturday. Just talking with him was sort of like therapy, said Jim Gavi, one of Corrigan's regulars who's been struggling to find work since the pandemic started. When someone is more concerned about the well-being of others, it sheds that light needed on the darker days of those in need and gives them hope that everything will truly be alright and we will all get through this difficult time. Corrigan has now formed a non-profit and hopes to expand his food pantry operations into a warehouse so he can serve people on a larger scale. I would love to make this a full-time thing, he said. I love to cook. So the goal is to eventually serve hot meals in addition to pantry items to anyone in need. Well, isn't that just a great story? A story of a man who built a box. He put some beans and some canned goods in it. And then it went viral. And now he has so much food that he wants to invest in a warehouse and then open up a hot food area where people can come get hot meals. He's turning it into a non-profit. Isn't that just good news? I love stories like this. May the Lord bless Barney Corrigan and his food pantry. Let's see if we can find some more good news. Here's a good story. The trophy may go to the swiftest, but sometimes the first one to cross the finish line isn't the only winner. Nowhere was that more true than at a recent 5K Invitational in Shelbyville, Indiana. With less than half a mile to go, Western Boone High School sophomore Levi LaGrange stumbled, twisting his ankle. I was running up this little rolling hill, and I rolled my ankle and felt something go pop, he told the Indy Star. LaGrange motioned for Sheridan High School senior Axel Elman to pass him, but in that instant, the race became a secondary concern for Elman. I was able to see he was in a lot of pain, Elman recalled. As I got closer to him, he was limping. I asked if he was all right. He said he felt like something snapped. Rather than forge ahead, in an extraordinary act of true sportsmanship, Elman refused to leave LaGrange behind. As soon as I saw him, I knew I had to do something, Elman said. It just seemed like the right thing to do. That mattered more than the race. I told him I wasn't going to leave. Placing an encouraging hand at his competitor's back, Elman remained with LaGrange for the remainder of the race. The two crossed the finish line within seconds of one another. Elman even made sure LaGrange went first. LaGrange's mother, 
Becky was more than a little bit impressed by Elman's thoughtful gesture, especially since the two had never met before. It takes a lot for an 18-year-old to give up his spot, she said. Axel never left his side. It really speaks to Axel's character. With so much bad going on right now, it was really a great moment of sportsmanship. Elman's own mother, Nikki, was not at all surprised by her son's spontaneous show of goodwill. He's a really kind person, and he's always more concerned about others than himself, she said. After reports of the incident began to make the rounds on social media, Elman received lots of positive feedback. While he might have enjoyed the accolades for his exploits, for him, the takeaway was one of simple compassion and empathy. When you're standing at a crossroad, or running by it, you can choose the path of self-interest, or you can go the extra mile for someone in need. For this teen athlete, the choice was clear-cut. While we might not always recognize when life hands us an opportunity for grace, when it does, in the words of Axel Elman, I would just really hope people do the right thing. Yes to that. Well, amen. This kid, Axel Elman, seems like a really good spirit. May the Lord just continue to bless him. Well, that's my rant for today. I wasn't going to do one, but I feel better now that I have. As I've always said, this is therapy for me. Maybe I don't even know how much therapy it is for me, but I just, I love doing it. And I thank you for tuning in. I won't post tomorrow because it's Sunday, but just know, as long as I'm feeling well, I'll try to post a rant and some good news on Monday. So, I thank you for tuning in, and may the Lord bless you.